God saved Western civilization through Winston Churchill. Another watchman is on the scene today. Learn how this end time watchman is also a prophet with a warning message directly from God. Next on The Key of David with Gerald Flurry. Greetings, everyone. In Genesis 35 and verse 11, it talks about a great nation, prosperous nation, and uh, really the greatest single nation there ever has been. Uh, and that's all in prophecy, as well as a company of nations which became the greatest empire in all the world, the United States and the British Empire. Winston Churchill fought all of his life to try to cling to that empire and make it even greater, but it was slipping away and getting degenerating and falling uh, away from uh, the grasp of Winston Churchill and a few other people. So God gave Britain that British Empire. Now, I, I don't know how much uh, Mr. Churchill understood about that, but probably not very much. But that, that was prosperity. It was all a part of the birthright blessings to two nations, America and Britain. And, of course, God wanted them to set an example for this world and show them God's way, but they haven't done that nearly the way God wanted them to, and He's upset about that, and we, and it, we ought to be concerned about that. Israel is not God's favorite people, but God gave them a commission, a responsibility in this world where they have not fulfilled it the way God commanded them to do. Notice what it says in Ezekiel 33 and verse 1. Again, the word of the Eternal came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of your people, and say unto them, When I bring the sword upon a land, if the people of the land take a man of their coast and set him for their watchman. In other words, the people are choosing the watchman here, not God, the people. Verse 3, If when the, he sees the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet and warn the people, then whosoever hears the sound of the trumpet, and takes the warning of the sword come, and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. So this is a, all about the end time. The, these are end time prophecies here. And our Ezekiel booklet will explain that to you. If you don't have a copy, just request one. All of our literature is free. But this, this all happened here that I'm reading to you in the end time, in the last days. That was when these birthright promises were prophesied to be given. And then uh, notice Verse 4, Then whosoever hears the sound of the trumpet, and takes not warning, if the sword come, and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. And he heard the sound of the trumpet, and took not warning, his blood shall be upon him. But he that takes warning shall deliver his soul. But if the watchman see the sword come, and blow not the trumpet, and the people be not warned, if the sword come, and take any person from among them he is taken away in his lawlessness, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand." So this only happened. There was only one time in these last days when the sword has come upon what is 
really prophetic Israel, America, and Britain. And that also includes the little Middle East nation called Biblical Judah in the Bible. So here we have six verses that's really talking about Winston Churchill, because he's the one that was the only watchman when a sword was coming upon these two nations in this end time, or in the last days. He saw that coming, but it was actually all, it all began with the British Empire in Europe, and they were fearing the, uh, an attack from Germany, a very strong Germany at that time. So this is about Winston Churchill and the British Empire, which was really a gift from God to Britain, as and America becoming the greatest nation ever, single nation, is a gift from God. It's a birthright gift to, to uh, America and to Britain. And Judah, of course, received the gift of the scepter, which is having a a Jewish person always sit upon the throne of David on this earth until Jesus Christ returns to this earth. But I want to talk to you today and show you something here about the watchman who is a prophet. The watchman who is a prophet. William Manchester, Churchill's biographer, said that Winston Churchill saved Western civilization. Now, it would be better to say God saved the Western civilization through Mr. Churchill. But nevertheless, Winston Churchill was a great man, and we believe somewhat groomed anyhow to for uh, this job in a special way. But the, the, uh, the sword only came upon Britain and America in this end time. And Germany was overtaking Europe, and Japan attacked Pearl Harbor. And America was very much into this war and lost many, many of its soldiers. Herbert W. Armstrong came on the scene about the time that Mr. Churchill did, and he was also prophesying about this. But uh, here it focuses on Mr. Churchill, and he talked about this great hush that came over Europe, all of Europe, because they feared Germany. They feared Adolf Hitler in Germany. And notice what he wrote. Alas, it is the hush of suspense, and in many hands it is the hush of fear. This is taken from Martin Gilbert, his biographer. Listen carefully. I think I hear something. Yes, there it was, quite clear. Don't you hear it? It is the tramp of armies crunching the gravel of the parade ground, splashing through rain-soaked fields, the tramp of two million German soldiers and more than a million Italians going on maneuvers. Yes, only on maneuvers. And then he went on to say very sarcastically that the Danes and the Dutch and the Albanians and the Swiss, they were all so, uh, Germany was so afraid of those nations that they had to get out there and, and have some maneuvers. And of course, those nations were very fearful of Germany and had not very little power to defend themselves. There was a great longing for real leadership at that time. There were just 
no leadership. And one man even said, well, these people that are in charge, they're like babies because they never knew anything about World War I, and they, they, uh, they're not military men at all, and they don't understand that. But uh, there is a prophecy that uh, says that man is really right, and in a great, uh, well, a great prophecy uh, asserts that same thing. Isaiah 3, verses 1 through 4. I won't give you the, the entire verses, but it does say that uh, children will be their princes and babes shall rule over them. Just babes. Because when it comes to knowing how to run a nation and how to rule a nation, how to lead a people, God prophesies in Isaiah that that's coming upon America and Britain in this end time if we don't look to God, if we don't heed His message. So the point is this, the danger of all of this is that, uh, look, if, you have, if that is a reality, then it, we have to understand it's a curse from God. God doesn't want Israel or any nation to have that kind of leadership. It wrecks nations. They fall apart if you don't do something about it. So here's what Churchill wrote when uh, France and Britain forced the Czechs to give up a part of their country to Hitler, Adolf Hitler. Churchill was really deeply ashamed, and here's what Martin Gilbert said of him. This is a quote from Churchill. How Churchill asked, could honorable men with wide experience and fine records in the Great War, World War I, condone a policy so cowardly? It was sordid, squalid, subhuman, and suicidal. The sequel to the sacrifice of honor, Churchill warned, would be the sacrifice of lives, our people's lives. But when uh, Mr. Chamberlain came back from the meeting with Germany about giving up, I mean, they were really forced the leadership in Czechoslovakia to give up a critical part of their country that was really protecting them from Germany, a, a mountainous area. When he came back to his own country, uh, Churchill was not applauding that, he was condemning it. And when Chamberlain came back and announced to the people what he had done, how he had, they had gotten peace with Adolf Hitler, the people were almost hysterical and rejoicing, thinking, oh, wow, we don't have to have a war, a terrible, another terrible war with Germany. They started World War I and they started World War II, and there's another one yet to come, according to Bible prophecy. Churchill said, we have sustained a total and unmitigated defeat, and that France has suffered even more than we have. We are in the presence of a disaster of the first magnitude which has befallen Great Britain and France. So what was going on? Very uh, sad time. And uh, of course, Churchill was also appealing to, the, to America, trying to get them into the war. And they were very, uh, well, neutral at the time to an extreme. They, they wouldn't help Britain, and they didn't help them until they were bombed by Japan in Pearl Harbor. And Edward R. Murrow said that uh, 
America didn't enter the war, they were bombed into it. And he was very much uh, critical of them. So Churchill was trying to tell the people that they didn't even have the will to stand up to the tyrannies in the world. They didn't have the will, they didn't have the fight to, to protect themselves, and they didn't even have the will to survive in many cases. It was that bad. Very, very difficult. And Hitler himself said it was just astounding how weak the democracies are and how easy it is for us to have our way. But anyhow, the, the leadership finally had to admit, Mr. Baldwin and others, the Prime Minister then, had to admit that they, they had not faced the facts about Hitler, and they, they apologized to Parliament and to the people. He got all kinds of applause for admitting that they had made that mistake, which really almost cost them their, their nation and their freedom, and all of, all of Europe's freedom. And they applauded him. How well, that Churchill was certainly not happy about that, and I think you can understand why. But look, uh, he, he said and wrote that, look, the English-speaking people are going to have to uh, be the champions of this uh, empire and this, uh, other, this single nation that's unified together. We're going to have to be the champions of freedom or we won't have freedom in Europe and the world. And that's, there's very little of that today, and it was very little at that time. But uh, he said, Churchill said, something quite extraordinary is afoot. All the signals are set for danger. The red lights flash through the gloom. Let the peaceful folk beware. It is a time to pay attention and to be well prepared. Yeah, it was that bad. You see, he just said, you, ju you just cannot teach human beings ab about protecting themselves, and, and especially in the democracies. You can't, you can't teach them how they have to keep themselves armed, or some tyrant will come along and enslave them and kill them. Now, he said that's just a, a terrible uh, repetition of our history, that people never seem to learn from history. And we haven't really learned that much from Mr. Churchill and what he had to endure in World War II, and what his people had to endure, and a lot of other people. When Hitler seized Austria in 1938, there was probably 25 to 35 percent of the people that did support Hitler, but uh, most of the people did not. Hitler marched in and overtook them, killed those that were opposing him, and Britain did nothing, and America did nothing. We just let it happen. And Churchill went on to say, well, look, World War II was an unnecessary war. If we had stood up to Hitler when, it, when he began, when we, when we could have beaten him, we let him become strong, and now we have a war, an unnecessary war. That's, that's what happens when you try to appease tyrants.
And uh, well, Hitler even even said that he he wouldn't he wouldn't uh, enter into these nations until he was certain that he was it would be safe for him to do so. But notice what it happened about the uh, academia at the time. Oxford Union, of which a, a majority of the undergraduates present had approved the motion that said that this House refuses in any circumstances to fight for king and country. That was a quote from the students. That abject, squalid, shameless avowal was made last week by 275 votes to 153 in the debating society of our most famous university. So those are the see uh, that's the number one university in Britain, and look what happened. And then the prestigious Times was uh, against him, called him Jeremiah, and they they uh, really pushed for for Chamberlain to give a huge part of Czechoslovakia to Adolf Hitler. So uh, as a matter of fact, they wouldn't even print uh, what Churchill spoke. It got that bad. And that was the number one newspaper probably in the world. And so Churchill was fighting against the media and academia and many other people. Does that remind you of something that may be happening today? This is not it has nothing to do with partisan politics. We better rise above politics, or we're not going to be able to survive. That's for sure. Well, I want to go on to one of my point today, and show you something here that you need to understand. There is a watchman. Also talked about here in Ezekiel 33 that I want to talk to you about. Uh, I might just mention that uh, Churchill went on to say that uh, we're facing a horrible situation now because of the nuclear bomb, the atomic bomb at the time, and we'd better realize that we can absolutely destroy every human being on this earth, and of course. Christ said it would happen if He didn't intervene. So there is good news in all this. Christ is about to intervene, and He's going to follow right on the heels of all this. But notice, so it says in verse 7, So you, O son of man, I have set you a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore you shall hear the word at my mouth, and warn them from me. Now here, here is a watchman that God sent. This is more. This man, though, is going to have to be more than a watchman. Notice what it says in verse 33. When this comes to pass, lo, it will come. Then shall they know that a prophet has been among them. So here is a watchman who is also a prophet. That's what I wanted to talk about today. Here is the watchman who is a prophet, which means he has a message from God. And this this is the really important message. We're getting a message from God. There's a if you look at all these problems that are coming upon us today, God says we could avoid them. We could avoid them, but it, but it's but it's about the great tribulation and the day of the Lord, just prophesied in over a hundred prophecies in your Bible. 
But there is, you see, there is a message from God. There's a warning from God that we ought to understand. Now, if you uh, look at God's watchman today, you see that uh, there is no other watchman. There is no other watchman like Winston Churchill. There's only one message, God says, that He will give in this last era of God's church. When we go into verse 7, we're going into the last era of God's church. The uh, World War II and Herbert W. Armstrong was, was in the sixth era of God's church. And we prove that in, that in our uh, book or booklet on the true history of the true church, which again is a something we'll send to you. If you don't have it, please do order it. It's all free. But here, you see, uh, we have all of these uh, problems that we're having to deal with, and, uh, and it is somewhat like Winston Churchill said, we don't have the will to rule. We don't have the will to rule so that we can protect our nation because we don't have God blessing us like we should. We're still having many of the birthright blessings, but they are not going to last if we don't understand what God tells us we must do because we have those birthright blessings. God has been blessing us for so long, but do we have the will to live and the will to rule? I want to, you can look at Isaiah 30, verses 9 and 10. It talks about, we want you to preach smooth things to us and deceits. That's what, what the people are asking for. But here's what God says we can do to, to solve all these problems. We can solve them if we'll just heed what God says here. Notice this, verse 11, Say unto them, As I live, says the eternal God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. See, God said, I want you to turn from your way and live. Now, also, turn you, turn you, three different times. Turn, you're going to have to turn to God if you solve these problems. That isn't politics. This has nothing to do with politics. God is saying, you must turn to Me. It's the only solution to your problems. And a people who have been greatly blessed by God ought to be eager to hear what God has to say. But we have forsaken God in many ways. This nation has turned the other way. God says, now I want you to turn back to Me, and I will give you protection, and you can save yourselves physically and even spiritually, turn you from your evil ways. And why will you die, O house of Israel? God doesn't want us to go through something like that. God doesn't want us to die. He wants us to live. He wants us to live. But He has His plan, and we need to wake up to where we are in Bible prophecy. God is actually calling upon this nation to repent. Winston Churchill never did that. He never called upon the nation to repent, but he did tell them where they were making a lot of mistakes. And he was a great leader. 
but he did not have the message of God, and he did not understand very much about the, uh, the, the uh, British Empire, which was the greatest empire ever on this earth, and really did many, many good deeds in spite of what the critics say today. It was a great empire, and of course they, were, they had their faults and flaws, and that's why they've lost that empire for the most part. It's just about gone, totally. And you know what's going to come right on the heels of that? Jesus Christ's second coming. The Messiah is about to come because He has to. Our number one problem is that of human survival. And Jesus Christ said if He didn't come back and, 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 and stop all of this nuclear warfare, that there would be no flesh saved alive, according to the Moffat translation. No flesh saved alive. See, Winston Churchill did not understand about all about that British Empire, but God is about to give that understanding to the entire world. Until next week, this is Gerald Flurry. Goodbye, friends. God saved Western civilization through Winston Churchill. Another watchman is on the scene today. Learn how this end-time watchman is also a prophet with a warning message directly from God. There has probably never been a greater political watchman than Winston Churchill. His foresight saved the Western world from demise in World War II. Yet today, the West scorns his message. The biggest tragedy of World War II is that we didn't learn from that shameful and near-fatal disaster. Request Gerald Flurry's free booklet, Winston S. Churchill, The Watchman, to learn why this hero was the only one who could see the threats facing Britain leading up to World War II. Understand the only way to peace in this dangerous world. Discover the inspiration behind Churchill's boldness to fight on behalf of his nation. Lessons from Churchill's life and leadership apply more than ever today. You'll be inspired and sobered by this story. More importantly, you'll be surprised to learn that Churchill's appearance on the world scene was prophesied. Request Winston S. Churchill, The Watchman, today. Also request Gerald Flurry's free book, Ezekiel, The End Time Prophet. The prophet Ezekiel will have lived in vain if God's true church doesn't proclaim his message today. The book of Ezekiel is clearly an end time message. It reveals specific prophetic events that are happening right now in the United States, Britain, and many other English-speaking nations. Ezekiel also reveals that these nations are headed for the worst crisis ever known. But it is all a part of God's master plan to usher in the wonderful kingdom of God. Herbert W. Armstrong taught the prophecies of Ezekiel in a general way for many years. But now, for the first time, they are fully revealed to you through this exciting book. Study Ezekiel, the End Time Prophet, to learn how God used Winston Churchill to save Western civilization, and how God foretold this earth-shaking occurrence thousands of years ago in the biblical book of Ezekiel. But Ezekiel's message also foretells the emergence of a watchman today. This watchman is also a prophet, chosen not by the people, but by God Himself. This watchman speaks for God. You need to know where to find him. All our literature is available free of charge, at no cost or obligation to you. Request Gerald Flurry's writings on Churchill and Ezekiel. Order now.
For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. The preceding program was a paid presentation of the Key of David, brought to you by the Philadelphia Church of God.